Welcome to The Way of the High Priestess, the show that supports you in embodying your inner high priestess. You'll learn to deeply connect to your mind, body, and heart, become fully expressed, cultivate intimacy with yourself and others, and so much more. I'm Lee Noto, intimacy and self-expression coach and founder of the High Priestess Collective. I help women learn to feel safe in expressing their needs, desires, boundaries, and emotions, in connecting to their sensual and sexual nature, and in becoming fully freaking expressed. I believe that we can create anything we desire when we have a deep feeling of safety and trust within, and when we connect to our sense of joy and play. If you're ready to channel your inner high priestess, then this is the podcast for you. If you haven't yet subscribed, go ahead and do that and you'll be notified as soon as I drop a juicy new episode. And if you really love and receive value from this podcast, I'd like to ask two things. Please leave a five-star review and consider connecting with me on Instagram at leenoto underscore and taking a screenshot of your favorite episodes and sharing them in your stories so others can find this content. Thank you so, so much and enjoy the episode. Hello, hello. On this episode of Untamed Intimacy, we're going to do a deep dive into terms that are commonly used in place of one another, are commonly confused, and The confusion rules our lives in ways unknown. So today we're going to be talking about the difference between sensuality, sexuality, intimacy, and eroticism. Ooh, so buckle up. It's going to get juicy. So I want to start by sharing that for much of my life, I absolutely confused all of these terms. I lumped them all into one category in a bucket of sex, sexuality, genitals, all those things, and I left them there. I didn't go into that bucket too often to explore the nuances or the differences, and I I had no idea that I could even do that. And that's the case for most people. I find that with most of my clients, a, a good number of my friends, until they learned that there are very big differences between these words and these concepts and how we embody them and most people walking around. So I want to get into this because these differences are a big driver for how we show up. And a lot of this podcast itself is based on the foundation of being able to tell the difference between these things. So let's start with sensuality and sexuality. These are commonly interchanged, also commonly confused. And while each can be inclusive of the other in concept, they are not synonymous terms. So in other words, a sexual act may or may not inspire deeper sensuality in those who are engaging in this act. And a sensual act may or may not lead to a sexual act. So they don't have to be mutually exclusive, but they aren't always there together. And for much of my life, I had no idea that there was a difference between the two in concept. I, I, in my body, knew that there was a difference. Um, But both terms are generally used to describe some degree of pleasure, gratification, or sensation. And so sexuality, by its very nature, is driven by testosterone and other hormones. 
and it usually refers to pleasure or sensation pertaining to sex or some sort of sexual activity. And so this is a big one I get as well. A lot of times when we talk about sexuality, our minds immediately go to penetrative intercourse, and that's not necessarily the case either. Yes, penetrative intercourse is a part of sexual acts, but it's not, it is not the entirety of our sexuality, our sexual expression, our sexual identity or orientation. It is a small sliver in the big pie of juiciness. And, um, you know, generally speaking, sexual acts between partners are usually driven by primal desire, pheromonal attraction, and of course, as we know, many other layers and kinds of attraction as well. And now when we're talking about sensuality, this at its simplest form is referring to engagement of the senses. So this is has nothing to do with sexuality in, in this context, but we're talking about senses like taste, touch, sight, sound, and smell. And so when you think of a time when you're outside and you're sitting in the sun and the sun is shining down on your skin and you can feel this thin layer of heat bubble across your skin, that's a very sensual moment. Or a moment when you take the first bite of a decadent piece of cake or a beautiful salad and you're engaging your sense of taste, perhaps your sense of smell and your sense of sound as you hear the lettuce crunching between your teeth. Those are all sensual acts. Those are all sensual experiences. And while those experiences may incite a burst of sexual or life force energy through your body, those acts aren't necessarily inherently sexual. And so sexual experiences between people may or may not include sexual desire, attraction, or activity. And so when I think of one example that is absolutely not sexual, a family can gather around a table and eat their dinner sensually together. They might admire the sight and smell or taste of a meal. Think of a big Thanksgiving dinner where everyone is in awe and wonder of the beautiful spread before them, the colors, the aromas, the textures, the tastes. That's a very sensual act. And likewise, you know, a partner may provide his partner with a sensual massage that leads to a sexual act. And perhaps there are undertones of sensuality in the physical touch. And there is the interweaving of sensual and sexual in that act, for example. So they may come together, they may not come together. They are two different things on their own. And in my experience, you know, I've created a number of scenarios in my life where sensuality and sexuality were both inclusive and exclusive of each other. And so I want to share a description with you of both because I've come to make some generalizations based on my own personal research. And so experiences driven by animalistic desire, these that feel explosive, like carnal bursts of energy, where my partner and I become single-sided, where there was one goal and we are both on the same mission. And that goal would be pleasure, enjoyment, fulfillment, where every action thereafter contributes to the fulfillment of that goal. That is something that I tune into as a deep sexual experience. And of course, 
sensuality is for me almost always included in that experience, right? So in this example, they are included. Now, I've also had experiences that are driven by the desire for sensuality. And these feel deliberate and observant as if time has slowed down and I can witness my own experience. There is a, there's an observation. There's a pulling out to see myself and what's happening. So I can see what I'm seeing. I can feel what I'm feeling. I can hear what I'm hearing. I can taste what I'm tasting. And I can smell what I'm smelling. It's actually a pretty meta experience when there's such absolute presence with what's happening. And that for me is very characteristic of a sensual experience. And again, there can be sexuality woven into that, but there doesn't always have to be. And experiences for me where sensuality and sexuality merge, these feel like they oscillate between fast and explosive and slow and observant, as if there's like my own direct manipulation of time. And these scenarios have required me to sort of feel the mood or be with the mood and ride the waves of what's happening and understand what I'm perceiving the mood to be and either go with it and surrender or direct my energy to create a different kind of mood or a more enhanced mood. And so while I've experienced various situations that feel purely sexual, For me, there always has to be some amount of sensuality in the mix. Um, And the extent to which I was associated with and engaged in a sensual experience was generally contingent upon the degree to which I felt safe in that experience. And so that's a big factor here is a feeling of emotional, physiological safety in these experiences. And that also... um, creates a level of desire for me. Now, there's certainly desire to be felt in calculated risk as well. And that, you know, I've explored those edges. And so what I'm meaning to say here is that there's no right or wrong way to engage in your sexuality, in your sensuality, in your erotic nature, in intimacy. And I'll get to those two terms in a moment. Um, All of this in in my experience, is based on a very intentional sense of consent in equal participation and an observation. And when we have a chance to observe what's happening and when we have a space to be intentional in why we're engaging in something, then it allows us to really fully be there and be present in the experience and either with ourselves, whether it's a a solo journey, or with our partner or partners. So let's talk about intimacy and eroticism for a moment, because these are two other terms that are thrown around when we're talking about who we are as sexual beings that have oftentimes been very confused or used interchangeably. And so when I think of intimacy and when I've experienced deep intimacy in my life, it is the seeing of someone else and the being present with someone else truly for how they're showing up in the moment who they are, what their triumphs and challenges are, and it's holding a space for them that still honors my boundaries and you know, what feels in alignment for me. And it's a witnessing without the need or desire to change or mold or fix someone. I use that term in air quotes. 
And it's a moment or moments of acknowledging either one's own or another's humanity in nature. And on the flip side of that, it's allowing ourselves to be seen in that same way, no matter what's coming up for us. And the holding of ourselves, the holding of another in whatever's present and whatever's there, that is just one of the most extraordinary experiences I can ever describe, I could ever imagine having. And when I create that for myself and with others, it is magnificent. It, I'm convinced it is the reason why we came into this life is to know connection and intimacy. So now when we think of eroticism and our erotic nature, this many times is linked to our sexual nature, our sexuality, our sexual desires. And beyond that, it is also our feeling of aliveness, the very life force energy that flows through us, our our chi, our prana, our life force energy, our sexual energy, our creative energy. That is, in my experience, our erotic nature, our ability to be turned on by something or to turn ourselves on. And that may be something sexual, but it may not. It may be feeling turned on and alive and engaged and energized by life because we just went for the most epic run in nature, right? That can tune tune us into and help us turn on our erotic nature, our turn on, our place of feeling alive and engaged. And that can then in turn become something sexual as we come back home to our partner or as we come back home to ourselves in some sort of sexual act, right? So there can be erotic and sexual uh, energy flowing in the same space. And in my experience, I've also tuned into my eroticism and my sensuality and this felt sense of hereness, of aliveness as I touch my body and I feel how material I am. And I'm, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, I'm touching myself right now. I'm grasping my breasts and groping my thighs. This is a very erotic act for me because I can feel how alive I am. And that is the the trueness, the felt sense of our erotic nature. So having distinction of all of these things has been really, really helpful for me because it's helped me to tease apart the perception I had before that with sensuality, there had to be a sexual act. That, for example, if I wanted to cuddle with a friend, it had to lead to something, which obviously isn't the truth. I can now distill between the fact that I'm a very sensual being who enjoys touch, who enjoys presence and engagement, and I don't always want sexual energy, sexuality, sexual acts. So that's a you know one example of how discerning between these different concepts allows me to embody different forms of myself that want to be fulfilled without always needing to tap into the others. And so it's also important that we can create these unique kinds of experiences for ourselves either separate from or in conjunction with the others. It allows us to expand our menu of options, the places we can go whether that's by ourselves, with a partner, so that we can feel in our pleasure and we can feel aligned 
which I mean, shit, why else are we doing this thing called life if we're not able to create those kinds of experiences for ourselves? And I believe that that's at the core of who we are as humans. We want to have deep connection. We want to create intimacy with ourselves and with others. Surely we want to be having great sex. We want to tune into our senses, which are the things that allow for such a unique human experience. And so if nothing else, then I intend for this episode to guide you into deeper discernment, deeper clarity, as you navigate your own definition of sexuality, sensuality, intimacy, and eroticism. And whatever comes up for you, I'd love to hear from you. So drop me a line, reach out, and I look forward to seeing you all out there. Much love and good vibes. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you made it this far, it probably means that you enjoyed listening, you learned a lot, and are one step closer to channeling your inner high priestess. To help women like you discover the show and transform their lives, please consider leaving a five-star review and hitting subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at leenoto underscore. I would love to stay connected. If you want to be the first to gain access to exclusive content, practices, and tools to create the fullest, most authentic expression in your life, join the mailing list by clicking the link in the show notes you'll receive powerfully curated content that's no bullshit and pure love. And if you want to learn more about joining a transformational community of women who are stepping into their most powerful, expressed versions of themselves and supporting one another on the journey, then visit thehighpriestesscollective.com for more information. Until next time, much love and good vibes.